Because what that would do for you, it would just confirm your theory of saying, this is my primary love language. And then what do you do about that, right? I've confirmed that my primary love language is acts of service. Now that I know this about myself, I will lean into it more, right? Number one, I will Mm, have this mm. discussion with my partner and I will tell them this is my love language, right? I will tell them that this is why I do the things that I do. So if you can show a little bit more appreciation when I do things for you, that's going to strengthen our relationship. Hey everyone, welcome to the RLT Podcast where we share some real life tools, tips and tricks to help you not only discover but also reach your ultimate goals. Welcome back ladies and gentlemen to a brand new week and a brand new episode of the Real Life Tips Podcast. This is episode number 48. I'm your host Mono. You're joined by Leon as usual man. Welcome back. It feels like such a long time since we last recorded and oh yes, uh, it is quite a bit of time since we last recorded. We finally, finally missed a week of publishing. Hey, man, what, what happened, man? Uh, yeah, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good at all. It's something that we've tried to avoid for such a long time, man. But you know, like it's inevitable. We we knew this day would come. We knew that you know at some points we might drop the ball. Um, and yeah, so so first and foremost, we do apologize for that. But we're also human. And we also have a lot of things happening in our lives, right? Yeah, that's true. So I think the last couple of months, it's quite funny, it's nearing the end of the year. And uh, you would think that things would quiet down. And I think for the first time in my life, it's been the opposite where yeah. everything in my personal job life or career life and family life and everything is actually exploded to a point of just not being able to balance out everything nicely and yeah unfortunately something had to give and this time around it had to be one episode of the podcast man that we unfortunately missed and we missed our publishing date but you know we are here we are back we are still going strong and that's actually what's important, I think. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And we will continue to bring you guys some great topics. And we just want to take a second to thank each and every one of you guys for tuning in. And actually, you know, all the feedback that we've received over the last couple of uh, months, actually the last year that we've been publishing, has been just amazing. So thank you all so much for tuning in. And today will be no different, Leon. We have a great episode, a great topic planned for today yep. that I think is extremely interesting it's actually something that i never heard of before and then when i told you about it you seem to have known about it for quite some time but so today i really want to deep dive into this and the topic of discussion for today is the five love languages how to communicate better with your partner how to communicate better with your friends with your family your siblings maybe your parents maybe your your children right Mm. it's really Mm. about how do we identify gaps in our relationships and try and strengthen them in general. Yeah. So I think it's going to be quite interesting. Yes. So when you brought this up last week, I thought to myself, listen, this is actually something I've heard about a lot before. I've got two kids and I remember with my firstborn, my wife, I, don't, I can't remember if it was a book or a magazine or something that she read an article about kids and their love languages. And I actually then realized this is something that applies to any, almost any relationship. It's not just with kids. But we noticed that, you know, the the firstborn would be very touchy-feely and want to sit on your lap the whole time and almost have like that separation anxiety thing. But then we weren't sure, is it separation anxiety? Because she was quite okay to kind of stay at school and things like that. But when she was around us, she would crave 
physical touch. You know, you had mm-hmm. to kind of almost not pet her, but like stroke her hair and rub her back and have her sit on your lap constantly. And, you know, I'm kind of, I wouldn't say I'm not a touchy-touchy person, but it, it gets annoying for me after a while. Yeah, yeah. And then you would kind of feel super bad at like saying, I don't want to like sit on my lap anymore. Like, can I go sit in the other room and you take it for a bit? And yeah. that's when we realized, hold on, this is a love language. This is something, this, her, this is her way of expressing her love and how she would like to receive love. Mm. And that's mm. when we came across, as I said, I, I forget if it was a book. I never read it myself. I was just kind of filled in from the wife's side. And she went through the five different steps and or maybe the five different types of language that you express love through. And maybe you should take us into those five and we can start unpacking them. I think there's quite a few here that I kind of overlap into. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. now that you know the five, and I think that's the objective of this episode, is that you might overlap, you might enjoy a few of these. Um, I certainly do. I don't think I fall into one specific category as such. I actually overlap in about yeah. three of these, but it's nice to kind of put a tag on it. Absolutely. It's nice to put a label on it and understand why am I so susceptible to those types of acts of kindness or love? Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm really stoked about this because this is a lot of, we're going to be sharing the research of Dr. Gary Chapman and there's an official website for this as well, uh, thefivelovelanguages.com. We'll link that for you guys in the show note. But what we really will do in today's episode is let's deep dive into each and every one of these five love languages and already I think as we go through these you'll already start placing yourself into a strong category of saying that this might be my primary love language and by identifying this what we're trying to achieve is to say that maybe there is a miscommunication between you and your spouse or you and your partner or you and your friends or you and your parents or you and your children right and how can we pinpoint what that is let's identify what their love language is let's identify what our love language is and let's see how we can better accommodate one another because what happens then is you're strengthening the overall relationship this can be applied to your work relationships this can be applied to so many different things in life or so many different relationships in life so what we're going to do is we're going to deep dive into each and every one of these five love languages we're also as always going to do some research and share some additional research with you guys throughout this the course of this episode and then we'll wrap it up as we always do with a real life tip section of saying now that you know these things how can you apply it to your life and how can you break it down for yourself to remember it better and to actually start taking action because that's all your, it's it's the only way of achieving any results in life, right? So quickly diving into the five love languages by Dr. Gary Chapman is simply stated as number one, acts of service. All right. Number two, receiving mm-hmm. gifts. Number three, quality time. Number four, words of affirmation. And number five, physical touch. Now, Leon, I think I want to start off with the first one, which is acts of service. This is something that instantly I thought to myself and I had to go and take a quiz. So by the way, there is a quiz that we will link for you guys in the show notes as well after the show. Yeah, Uh, but (laughs) I had to go and take the quiz just to confirm my 
to confirm my theory of saying that I think my primary love language is acts of service. I'm extremely proactive and productive. Mm. I really want to get things done. That's all that's on my mind 24-7. And when I read the first love language is acts of service, <laughs> I, I instantly got drawn to it. Yes, definitely. I actually also think you're in this. This was the one of them that I thought appeals to you quite a bit. Maybe not so much me. I don't know if I really fall into this category, but this is usually someone that wants to help. They want to lighten loads. They're usually the kind of people that would come and offer help and extend a hand and want to lift burden from other people. They might be the guy that, you know, if you're married to such a husband or mm. such a wife, they'll make the breakfast. They'll sort out the dinners. They'll go out of their way to try and help and smoothen things out. Now, the more I talk about this, the more I feel like I'm not that guy, <laughs> as bad as it feels. Yeah. But um, I would love to be that guy. But I certainly am not the type of person that literally like would go out of my way to just help and, and lighten loads for other people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I will do so for those closest to me. But even then, it doesn't come naturally. It's not a language. It's certainly not a... I would say a strength or a position that I take you like yeah. as a usual first, you know, go to strategy for any scenario for me. So usually the things that you want to avoid, and this is something that for each of these will go through is, you know, what do they actually entail? And mm, what mm. are the things that you want to avoid when you've got people that do acts of service? If you're dealing with a manager or a husband or a friend or a child that is a service rendering or an act of service mm. type of person, you want to avoid lacking follow through, mm. you know, lacking any kind of follow through on small tasks, large tasks, it's going to in infuriate yeah. them. Yeah, um, they've got a very strong sense of starting and finishing and making sure that everything is done and that it's a it's a service that's rendered. Yeah, that lightens loads that takes away burdens that achieves a yeah. goal, etc. And isn't that like exactly how you I, are? I like I like that you mentioned that because what you're also saying is that not only you know people who are whose primary love language is acts of service not only love to serve others and love to, to get things done and love to get things done for them but also receiving tasks from the other person right so if my primary yeah. love language is acts of service and you come with your know, any of the other ones that we'll discuss now like you give me gifts and things like that it is going to hold some value to me but not as much as when you go do the dishes or when you, you know, go wash my car for me or do something like that because that, your actions speak louder than words. And I think Dr. Chapman really stated it in such a beautiful way. He said different people with different personalities give and receive love in different ways. And that's what it comes down to, right? Mm. Is that mm. the way that I receive love or the things that I value when people show me quote unquote love might be completely different to the things that you value in a relationship or the things that you 100%. see as love, right? Maybe if I come to your house and I give you a bottle of five-year whiskey or something like that, that's, that might be something that you would enjoy way more than me phoning you and telling you, hey, Leon, by the way, I know that you said you needed to stop off at this customer and get this done. I've, I've taken care of that for you. That is, yeah. you know, how do you value which example, one yeah. is, is more valuable to you? Mm. And that's really what we're talking about here and talking about 
receiving gifts. Let's move into the second one because this is mm. something that, again, doesn't really resonate with me too much. And it actually proved quite true in the quiz that I took as well is that mm. as much as I do enjoy gifts, I think everybody enjoys gifts, right? Or receiving sure. gifts, yeah. right? Or giving gifts. It's not as valuable to me as it would be if someone did something for me. Yes. So do I still want to receive gifts? Yes, absolutely. I think we all have each and every one of these, or at least a portion of each and every one of these five love languages, but we all have a primary one, one that is stronger above all Mm. else. And I think when it comes to receiving gifts, I mean, I immediately think about my wife, right? Not necessarily Mm. receiving, but her way of giving gifts is completely different to how I would. I would go on, you know, your Black Fridays and so on and literally go and buy um, the most wow type of gift that's within budget because I know it's wow, it will immediately be enjoyed, you know. Mm. I don't put much more effort or mindfulness into it. I don't think romantic necessarily. I I might be a little bit more practical and I might think, you know, um, this is a nice big gift, one large thing that's kind of something you always wanted and now it's like a problem that uh, that's gone while she yeah. on the other hand is way more sentimental mm. she'll take effort in buying the right bag to put it in or the right wrapping and the boy and the girl will have separate types of wrapping and sometimes there might be something thoughtful in there like pictures and frames and those kind of things you know the type of things that have almost no material value but they've got so much sentimental value and you know that's the kind of gifts we're talking about we're not talking about your gold digger type men or women (laughs) that just want gifts all the time for happiness because that's all that's the only way that they understand to be happy and that they just kind of want gifts all the time we're talking about people that like to give and receive gifts, but they make that almost a part of their communication, their love language. Like I'll notice my wife giving or sending a box of chocolates to a friend. Mm. You know, that's a very cheap, it's not material, Yeah, yeah. uh, materialistic. It's just thoughtful. And she'll put a nice little card that's handwritten in there that she thought about or a little message. But that's it, yeah. And that's 100% like my wife's love language is that she'll put a little note in, um, you know, my lunchbox and she'll put something on my seat of my car from time Mm, to time mm, to remind mm. me to have a good day. Those are the kind of gifts we're talking about. We're not talking about, hey, can I have an Xbox? Sentimental gifts. Exactly. exactly, Exactly. And it's, it's one of those things. And once again, we're going to talk about the avoiding and what you need to avoid around these people is to kind of Mm. be unenthusiastic about Mm. that. When someone that likes to receive or give out gifts, however small they are, do those acts, you have to yeah. kind of be on top of your game immediately. Like, wow, thank you. This is so so thoughtful. You just made my day. Because it, because it is, right? Because basically is what, what, what they look at is they see that amidst all of everything that's going on in your life, you literally took a second or a minute out of your day yes. to go and think about them and do something for them to get them something, you know, to, to yeah. give back to them. Even if it's just, you know, a little sticky note on the, on the, on their desk. Even if it's just a quick message or whatever yes. the case is. 100%. Little gifts like that mean so much to those people. And I've met so many of these type of people in my life as well. And to me, I always felt that maybe I was quite cold, <laughs> cold-hearted. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't 
look, I do appreciate it, but it's not a big deal to me. Whereas acts of service to me, basically what it what it feels like is you're gifting me time. So yes, yes. I do in a sense, it feels like it almost overlaps, but not exactly because what it comes down to is when you do something for me, you're saving me time, you're saving me effort, you're saving me stress. So to me, that value just feels so much higher. But to mm. the next person, you know, if they just receive a little sticky note or they just receive you know, a flower that you picked from the garden, that goes such a far way. So it's yes, absolutely interesting. And, and you're right. There, there are certain things that we need to avoid. You cannot receive a gift from a person like that and and not take into consideration that that might be their primary love language and then shoot them down just say oh thanks cool chuck it in the bin you know yeah <laughs> because exactly. that's obviously going to affect the relationship yes. because it feels like you don't appreciate that person mm. and the same goes for each and every and one of these. it's a big these. deal to them yeah the yeah. same goes for each and every one of these languages is when somebody does something for you and their primary love language is acts of service. Show appreciation for that. Mm, Understand that 100%. that is their primary love language. Absolutely love that. I think the third one is quality time. This is also something that I quite appreciate in my relationships as well. And I scored quite high in quality time. It's where you value spending time with someone. Just, just being there with someone or in the presence of someone more than anything else, more than if they mm. were to rock up there and give you a gift or, or if they had to go out and do something, run an errand for you or something. All you want is to spend time with that person. I'm not talking just about your spouse or your loved one or somebody that you're attracted to, but friends, I've had this so many times with you is mm. that I've just value you're just spending time with you. I think this is a big problem or a big contributor to you know, us not getting through a lot of our episodes. Last night, we were supposed to record <laughs> and um, it didn't happen because we literally just wanted to catch up. Yeah. We haven't caught up in a while. So will you just value that time with the other person? Do, do you find that this is, might be one of the stronger love languages that you're leaning yes, towards or yeah. you think that there's one of the other ones? 100%. Um, I don't think it's my strongest. I do have a... a like I would say something that is still higher than this that'll come up but mm. I am also very I do value quality time with those that I love and my nearest and dearest you know definitely yeah. it's one of the biggest things that kind of keeps me going I'm a very social being I think I've said it in many episodes before I like being around the people that I love and when I am around them, I kind of really do bring my all and my everything and my open, the real me, you know, I'm mm. very seldom not myself. You know, actually, I almost feel like I can get out of my cage a little bit when I'm around my people. And it's that uninterrupted kind of focused effort in making sure that you get to see those people, get to spend time with them. And again, this is friendships, this is relationships. I just really enjoy spending, I take my families on small little weekend vacations as regularly as I can to get mm. that exclusive time with them completely uninterrupted away from cell phones, away from everything. And yeah. it's just my Absolutely. small little way to show appreciation for them in my life. And it's my way of showing love. And I do the same with you and my friends and, mm. and most family with the exception of the ones that <laughs> Oh, dodgy. <laughs> Those listening, they know who they are. 
And, um, but yeah. yeah, the people that are in my innermost circle, 100%, I do really value quality time with them, knowing what's going on in their life, um, yeah. showing empathy for their real world circumstances, understanding what they're going through, understanding where they're coming from. Because you can't really just always live on surface value. You know, people mm. will always mm. come with a smile. If you look at Facebook, and Instagram, all those people are wearing smiles, right? Without quality mm. time with them, you're never going to know the like sadness behind the smile or the hurt and the See, pain. But but that's exactly, and I'm so, so, so glad you're touching on that. And you mentioned something earlier on as well, is what we're saying here is quality time, not just spending time yes. with someone, because there's Correct. a difference, right? What you mentioned earlier on is getting away from technology, staying away from cell phones and all that. I've felt... And I think most people feel this way. I think all people feel this way. When you're talking to someone, when you're having a conversation with someone and they're on their phone whilst yes. you're busy talking to Oof. them, it does, that's such a big distraction from the conversation. And it it's actually, very disrespectful almost. It yeah. is, yeah. And it's it just strips all and any value out of that engagement or interaction with that person, mm. right? So what we're talking about is that you're that kind of person that you value quality time to such mm. an extent that you don't even take your phone out when you're in, com no, in the, I even your take presence a of someone else. <laughs> exactly. Know. But that's the thing. So I think... Just putting that on top of this mm. specific love language and saying that if you really want to know if you, this is your primary love language, look at how do you spend time with those closest to you mm. and mm. do you avoid distractions on purpose, right? Mm. Avoid distractions as much as possible because you value the time that you have with them more than anything else, more than the gifts that you can give them, more than the gifts that they can give you, more than the things you mm. can do for them or they can do for you. This yes. is where you shine, right? Oh, yeah. So quality time, absolutely. I think we all have a little bit, well, we definitely all have some of it in us. But for some of us, that might be our primary love language. The second last one, which is words of affirmation. This is something that <laughs> I feel so awkward when people compliment me, dude. I, I don't know about you, but it's like, I don't know what to do. It's like, yeah. wow, you are amazing. You're just the best at what you do. Or you just nailed that. And I'm like, ah, oh, cool. Thank you. And then if they carry on, mm. it just, it makes me uncomfortable. So I know for a fact, this isn't my primary love language. Look, we all love compliments. We all love receiving compliments. I love giving compliments as well. I mm. do this so mm. often because it makes me feel good but it's definitely not my primary love language what about you it's it's actually so this is my primary one so. <laughs> i was just gonna say i didn't want to say it i wanted you i wanted to lead yeah. you to the answer for yourself okay the, cool, cool this is one of my primary love languages and especially within my nearest and dearest so when it comes to the, like my inner family and my kids and my wife and so on it's words of affirmation as well as receiving words of affirmation. So I would literally very, very regularly with both of my children and my wife recognize them for what they do right and what they do well and what they bring yeah. to my life, etc. I just kind of re... I love to... And see, I even use the word love, but I really enjoy the feeling I get of seeing them, me, seeing me recognizing their efforts you know, mm, and, mm. and making sure that that doesn't go unnoticed. Like my daughter just did, you know, this year she went to grade one and she did really, really well. And I mean, I probably went completely overboard with celebrating and, if, you know, <laughs> reaffirming her doing yeah. well and things like that. But it just, 
it i know that it boosts That's her great. confidence i know that it's going to bring out more results yeah. next year and i am true truly proud you know of that mm. moment and the same is for me mm. i do not like it when i make an effort and it's not recognized i don't like sure. it to take my kids for a let's say for a fun day out and i don't get mm. a thanks afterwards or Maybe they just take it for granted. Like that's yeah. life. We've got enough money or whatever. We allow to go mm. out like that. It's just how it should be. I hate yeah. that. I absolutely hate that. I hate, um, you know, making an effort and it not being seen as an effort and maybe just being seen as that's what should happen. That's wh mm. where it comes from for, for, for me at least. And the same with absolutely. my wife. Every single moment that i can reaffirm her or reassure her of mm. something i do that and it's because i know mm. that most people are born into this world with major insecurities and i am the same way i like yeah. to be told yes you're doing well yes you're doing fine congratulations thank you for this thank you for that because it kind of makes me understand that even though i don't think i may be doing that well and maybe i'm messing up here and there people are seeing the efforts that i'm putting out and it's at least being recognized so i'm quite yeah. strong in this category even higher than quality time yeah. um but yeah it's definitely something super important i love that and I'm, I'm so jealous man because it's not like i don't like complimenting people i've just said that i love complimenting people i just i think that it's because i feel awkward when people tell me that i'm great and i'm good and all especially when it comes from your parents right mm. it's like when your parents say that you're beautiful <laughs> does it really count you know when your parents tell you Is that you're true? great you know does it really count i mean because I've, I've met so many no, people <laughs> it almost never does but exactly right? that's right? the problem so, so for me it, it's very difficult it's definitely not my primary love mm. language i wish it was though because that would have been awesome because as you said so many people it's a confidence with, boost yes it's a confidence booster so many people so with insecurity we also with insecurities that we either yeah. show or we don't show in our conversations mm, and interactions mm. with other people so if you can be that person to proactively start boosting that confidence in everyone around you of course you'd feel more loved as well because they appreciate mm. you and mm. they would constantly tell you that they appreciate you I love that love yeah. language. Uh, it's really, really cool. The last one is physical touch. Now, this is also something mm. that I have struggled with in the past. Look, don't get me wrong. I think we all want to hold hands. We all enjoy a good hug every now and then. We've spoken yes, about the the, the the happiness chemicals or the feel-good chemicals as well that go hand-in-hand mm. hand with that physical touch as well, which is it, it does play a key role. To me, mm. yes, I have been in sort of relationships where the person might have been too touchy-feely and like too physical and yes. it gets a little bit much, right? Where you want to have a conversation with sometimes. someone and you're, you're in the middle of a conversation with someone and they come sit on your lap and they're like in your face and they want to hug you and they want to hold you and sometimes I just want my space, especially in summer, it gets hot. Mm. You sit on that side of the I couch agree, like dude. I sit on this side. I agree, Let's not dude. sweat all over each other and <laughs> Stuff. we can touch there's a time and a place for everything but like yeah. that's how i feel about physical touch do i still crave it from time to time absolutely we all do oh, it comes up but it's not sure. my primary love language and i don't think it ever will be yeah look I'm, I'm quite neutral on this one as well um i think when i was younger and obviously when the blood was still flowing harder than ever and stuff like that when it comes to romantic relationships i guess yes you would be 
very physical, touchy-touchy, because yes. that's kind of what comes with a new relationship, right? But now, when I look at my kids and I look at my wife, and it, you, know, you know, it's almost ten years of marriage, and I look at my parents and the, you know, how I interact with them, I'm not really the physical touch type. Mm. Um, I do want to kind of put a disclaimer out there that romantic, f- romantic physical touch is obviously, I think, side hustle to this um obviously there's going to be the times where you can't take your hands off of each other and you know yeah uh i don't know the heat is pumping and all that kind of (laughs) stuff your blood is boiling i'm not really i don't think i'm talking about that i'm talking about your day-to-day love language taking a hand caressing a neck Mm. giving hugs and the funny thing is i kind of grew into doing it a lot more with my kids Mm. like i'm quite physical touch and affectionate with my kids i love hugging them and squeezing them Mm, and mm. playing and and enjoying them but um same as you man sometimes in summer here in south africa it's freaking hot man and i sweat easy and you've got this like little hot body sitting on your lap and they want to hold you and cuddle and sometimes i'm just like no man go away like not now you know (laughs) winter time wait six months when it's cold so i'm kind of neutral i do enjoy it i never ever brush it off or push it away when i'm receiving it Mm. but i may not be the one initiating it every single time yeah um at the same time so yeah you need to be careful um and the reason i say this i've got a wife that is very much a physical touch person Mm. she wants to be held sometimes and cuddled and just kind of taken care of from a physical closeness perspective she always Mm -hmm. has the kids also sitting on her lap next to her she never ever would sit in any area where they are where they're not either sitting on her lap or right next to her Mm, mm. um and i need to kind of be careful from time to time especially in the very very hot summer times where you can't even hold this hands and it gets all clammy and (laughs) (laughs) you know so i need to be very careful not to be physically neglectful Mm -hmm. of any kind of touch with her as a as my wife exactly um but then I would still kind of at least carry the kids around a little bit, but she might experience some neglect. And she's actually reminded me a few times where it's like, you know, you haven't like touched my ass in like the last two weeks, you know. I know exactly <laughs> like, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, geez, you're so right. And it's really, it's not your ass. Yeah. Eh? It's just, I don't know, like I'm not feeling it. It's hot and it's, cl- so I don't know. This is something I need to probably yeah. work on a little bit mm-hmm. because my wife kind of enjoy or wants it. Yeah. And I tend to kind of neglect it a little bit. How's it? How's it for you? No, it's exactly the same thing. I have to constantly remind myself that physical touch, even though it's not important for me, it is important for people around me. You know, people enjoy mm. that. That might be their primary or secondary love language, and uh, I'm just neglecting that completely. So yes, it's definitely yes. something that I need to work on as well. Uh, but yeah, absolutely love it. Leanne, those are the five love languages. I think it is time for us to wrap it up and see how can we apply this in real life. So let's head over to the real life. Yeah. I've got the beatbox. Back. There we go. Thank you. I've been waiting for the beatbox, dude. It's been awesome. Great. So Leanne, I'm going to hit it off. I've got two tips that I want to share in cool. conclusion and wrapping everything up mm. and with the nice ribbon and put it in a basket. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So that's what I want to do. Tip number one is now that we know these languages, now that we've gone through them, now that we know how to identify them, not only in ourselves, but how we can identify them in other people. Let's go take the quiz 
Okay, this is again, it's something mm. absolutely mm. free. Again, we're not affiliated with any one of these tools or tips or anything that we share with uh, with you in the audience. But go ahead and take the quiz. It's going to take you, I think, five minutes or yeah, not even five minutes to go through the quiz and it will break it down for you. There's, it doesn't require you to give your email address or to subscribe to newsletters mm. or mm. give any personal information. It really is as simple as that. So go to 5lovelanguages.com. That's the number 5lovelanguages.com. Go take the quiz because what that would do for you, it would just confirm your theory of saying this is my primary love language. And then what you do about that right i've confirmed that my primary love language is acts of service now that i know this about myself i will lean into it more right number one i will Mm, have this mm. discussion with my partner and i will tell them this is my love language right i will tell them that this is why i do the things that i do so if you can show a little bit more appreciation when i do things for you that's going to strengthen our relationship number one number two what's going to happen is they take the test or they take the quiz and you confirm theirs Mm, and all mm. of a sudden you know how to treat that person better which leads me into tip number two so tip number one go take the quiz tip number two how to apply it in your own life right is sometimes you will feel that there's a disconnect between you and another person maybe it's a friend maybe it's a sibling even right we're talking about work relationships as well maybe this is something that you're a manager and you want to understand your Peers better, it's going to be a little bit weird when they receive a link from you to go take a quiz for love languages. (laughs) But listen to what we're saying is when you feel that there's a disconnect, when you feel that there's a lack of appreciation or maybe you love that person, your spouse, your partner so much, but sometimes you just get really, really annoyed with them and you never quite could figure out the root cause behind it understand their love language and accommodate them in that right it's very seldom that in, that these two will align perfectly in a relationship right so mine might be acts of service my girlfriend's might be receiving gifts or quality time so i need to lean into that so that i can accommodate her and so that i can make her feel love have an open dialogue mm. right understand each other better say that this is what we're trying to accomplish is we want to find our primary love language so that we can strengthen our relationship those are my two tips leon geez so i actually only have one tip um yeah look i had to but i think the second one would just kind of echo what you just said but as a parent i i come from again the position of the first time that i engaged with the five love languages was actually with regards to yeah the way that my kids communicated to me before they could speak mm-hmm. you're you know because yeah. they couldn't really speak then um, so I would actually, as a tip, say for those young parents, go and get the book, go do the quiz. They can't do the quiz themselves, the kids, but <laughs> yeah. you will be able to obviously recognize mm. their behavior and start understanding what kind of love language your child is trying to speak to you. I promise you it is 100% accurate, mm. no matter your age, because this is how I got introduced to the five love languages was through mm. my kids, especially my babies when they were very small. And the way that they were always kind of clingy and you're wondering what's going on. Is it separation anxiety? Because that's a word that comes up a lot when Mm. you've got babies. And then you just realize, no, maybe they just enjoy physical touch. They want to feel your warmth. They want to be on you, like physically on your shoulder the whole time. And that just might be their love language. Maybe it might be 
that um, they want to spend quality time. Maybe they want to have you play with them with a new toy every now and again. So they might be re- the receiving gift type. Mm. Um, you know, so try and look at these and find a new way or new lens to look through um, when looking at your child or your baby's behavior mm. and understanding how and how they like to receive love. And once you got that, you kind of have a lot more clarity of understanding, first of all, what's annoying you and why it's annoying you. Because kids and babies are, whatever they do, they do in excessive amounts. So it's relentless. It's not just they want physical touch like your wife might be a physical touch person. So Mm. maybe holding hands for five minutes a day and giving a (laughs) hug duration of two minutes might be that is off the checkbox. For a kid, it will be from the 24 hours um, taking away. Waking hours might be 16 hours. I want to be held for 15 hours. Mm. <laughs> you know, like it's such <laughs> yeah. an excessive amount. So instead of getting annoyed and not understanding why they aren't being clingy and so on, by just understanding the love languages, you might actually better understand and then also have the coping mechanisms of understanding what to avoid and what the love language means and how can you actually make it part of your daily routine and um, and play it into favor for you and your child's relationship so definitely i think from my side that's the only tip i've got to give and see yeah. how this would apply for children relationships as well and kids really cool um it's pretty pretty profound really really cool yeah because it is difficult how do you give this to a two-year-old and say hey take this quiz so i can understand you better <laughs> it's not gonna work right do you so like becoming... <laughs> acts of service little man <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> do you like it when people run errands for you <laughs> no no can no, i quickly absolutely. go make you a cup of uh, kool-aid <laughs> <laughs> exactly oh, no i dig that that was really really cool i think it's super super mm. important and you know you coming from a parent's perspective i think would definitely resonate with a lot of people out there so if you guys enjoyed this episode please please reach out to us or rate and review us but that's it ladies mm. and gentlemen there you have it the five love languages and how can you strengthen your relationships with your parents with your children, with your siblings, with your friends, with your work colleagues, or even with your girlfriend or boyfriend. I hope that you guys have enjoyed it. It's been an absolute pleasure. We are here, we are back. We, once again, I don't feel that it's, we have to apologize, but thank you guys for noticing that we were missing for a week. You know, we had a couple of people actually reaching (laughs) out to saying, hey, listen, uh, is something wrong with your platform or something? We haven't received the latest episode, <laughs> but we're back, right? So somebody noticed, which is really, really cool. Some people reached out to us. If that's one of you, if we ever do miss an episode, go and listen, catch up with, with some, some of the earlier episodes that you might have missed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's mm-hmm. it, ladies and gentlemen. I look forward to seeing you guys back here in the next episode. We have another great one coming up for you guys before we wrap up this season. We're going to move into season two you know, in the brand new year as well. So we've got some special ones coming at you over the next two weeks. So stay tuned for that. With that being said, this is me signing off. Mono. Yeah, really looking forward to that, man. That's going to be really awesome. So stay safe safe out there this was leanne i'll see you guys on the next episode cheers what's up guys and girls if you've derived some great value from our show thus far please take a second to rate and review us on the platform that you're tuned in on this will really help us to grow the show and reach more and more people to spread the positivity and change more and more lives 
So it will literally just take you a second to rate and review us and who knows, perhaps you could directly be responsible for changing someone's life today. We look forward to seeing you guys in the next one. Until then, cheers.